Jack Skellington. Jack Skellington is in the house. Should I say welcome to a nightmare before crosscut? I'm your co-host, Josh. And I'm your other co-host, Chris. Today we're talking about a nightmare on Elm Street. No, I'm just kidding. Not a nightmare on Elm Street. A nightmare before Christmas. The 1993 Disney, uh, what's, this is stop animation, right? Yes, it's technically claymation, really. Claymation, okay. The classic from Disney with, you know, our favorites, Jack Skellington, Sally, and all the other weird Tim Burton characters that show up in these. So here we are, 30 year anniversary, by the way. This movie came out, I think, uh, right before Halloween of 93. So a little late to the party, but still happy 30th anniversary, a nightmare before Christmas. Yeah, I'm as old as Nightmare Before Christmas. So I'm going to say this right off the bat. I did not grow up with this movie. I'm more of a recent watcher of this movie. Really? I don't think they do this in Disney World, but in Disneyland, they do this really awesome thing. If you've never been to it, mm. Haunted Mansion, they convert it into the Nightmare Before Christmas. And it uh-huh. is in, so good. So my mom, I was just funny because it's my mom's birthday today. And I was we were talking like, oh, four years ago today on her birthday, we went to Disneyland. I took her. And that's when we went to the Haunted Mansion. If they're going to like redo a ride for temp- like a season, that's probably the best one I've ever seen. And then it got us both interested to be like, okay, let's, you know, so we went home and watched the movie that night and stuff like that. So, but yes, I am late to the party. Uh, it's not a movie I didn't grow up on. I don't remember watching it a lot, like on Disney Channel or just like on TV. And I guess I just didn't have it on VHS. Um, so I'm a, I'm a newer person to the Nightmare Before Christmas uh and so that's very different for me because I had it on VHS and I was always watching it. Every time it was Halloween, got to put it on. Every time it was Christmas, got to put it on. But so wait, 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 wait. So wait, 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 wait. I got to ask, is this a Halloween movie or is this a Christmas movie? It's both. Okay, it's both. All right. I th- I saw it more as a Christmas movie, but maybe because it's more themed around the holiday. But obviously, yeah. the, the setting is Halloween Town, so that's that's cool. It's it's it really is both Christmas and Halloween. Also, from the movie, like rewatching it over and over again, you pick up new things, you know, like some little details, like the entrance song of "This Is Halloween." Yeah, and everyone's like getting closer to the courtyard and everything. You see the 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 tree with the little skeletons hanging from there. Mm-hmm. And on their, on their skulls, it's an upside-down cross. I never noticed that. Uh-huh. Upside-down cross. Interesting. Yeah, like, there's a bunch of different little, little bitty details that you don't pay attention to unless you're actually just looking for them or you're actually just watching it over and over again. Not to mention it's Tim Burton with Danny Elfman. You can't beat that. I didn't realize Danny Elfman did the singing voice of Jack Skellington. Yeah. That was interesting. Oh, yeah. But it, the interesting fact about that, though, like, he was going to sing for Jack, right? hmm And he wanted, originally, was he was going to be the actor voice, voice actor for Jack, too. But Tim Burton said no. He didn't want him as the, as the, as the actor of just t- doing the dialogue. So that's when Chris Sarandon came in, right? Mm, but okay. Tim Burton didn't even tell Danny Elfman directly. He didn't want to. He avoided <laughs> him. So he, he ended up telling his wife, at, uh, Danny Elfman's wife, and she told him. 
and he got pissed about it. You're a coward, Tim Burton. Be truthful. I guess that's a good thing about doing, you know, you're only doing a voice. You can technically cut out whatever you want and just have somebody else do the other parts. So True. I didn't but realize like I thought so... Chris Sarandon was doing everything. I was like, man, this this guy, this yeah. guy's got some pipes. This guy can sing. Uh-huh. You know, I've only ever known him from Fright Night and uh Child's yeah. Play. And uh I was like, man, this guy, this guy can sing, but apparently no, I'm not just Danny Elfman. I mean, remember Danny Elfman used to be in a band, but back in the eighties, got a great voice, man. I was like, man, this guy's sing. Just another thing, like, did you know, like Lock, Shock, and Barrel, who the voices are? Are You talking about the movie Lock, Shock, and Barrel? The the Lock, Shock, and Two. Oh, oh, oh! There's a Guy Ritchie movie called Lock, Stock, and Two Spent Smoking Barrels. So, no, okay, the trick. Yeah, he was one of the trick. He was he was one of them, right? I saw that in the credits. And then Catherine yes. O'Hara was like another one of them, I think. Catherine O'Hara was the girl trick or treater, and um, Kiwi. Oh, Paul Rubens. Uh, rest yes. in peace, the late Paul Rubens. I think he passed away this year. Rest yeah, yeah. But yeah, Paul well, that Rubin makes sense because they had the, they had the connection because Tim Burton directed the Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I did not know that they were the the voices for those three kids, and then I saw like when they were doing it live on like at a convention. Mm-hmm. All three of them were there, and they were singing the song "La La 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 La." I got some, I got some uh, topics to discuss in my yes. Jaws notebook. One of the things I really liked about this movie was the uh, the trees with all the different holidays, and I thought that was cool. Oh yeah, I was I was reading some stuff about how <clears throat> typical studios. I think we talked about this last episode. Sequel, sequel, sequel. You know, this movie could have easily become Nightmare Before Thanksgiving, Nightmare Before Easter. Yep. And Tim Burton was the one that was like, no, I don't want I don't want sequels to this. Yep. He was very adamant about the it's a standalone thing. That makes sense. And, I mean, who really cares about a nightmare before Labor Day? So yeah, makes sense. I actually thought about that yesterday too when I was watching like all the different doors, like they could all easily be a sequel or a standalone like uh, anthology. Touchstone Pictures presents Happy Fourth of July, Jack Skellington. Spooky, happy, spooky, happy, weirdness, weirdness, spooky, happy, la la la. Weirdness, weirdness, patriotic weirdness, barbecuing human heads. Every president is dead. Everybody's gonna die. Have a dark and dead July. Fat chicks with black hair get tattoos of me. The difference I feel like between movies being out ma- being made now and being made thirty years ago is that Tim Burton probably wasn't, you know, he probably didn't have that scene in mind to be like, oh, this could set up potential sequels. Like I feel right. like movies now are like, look, this could set up a whole slew of movies. But he wasn't thinking about oh, yeah. back then. He was just like, no, this is just all the different holidays. And thinking about it, his Diamond Before Christmas was pretty much the push for stop motion animation that actually was very successful. Yeah, that was another yeah. thing I was going to bring up. The The animation in this movie is is outstanding. It's, I mean, oh, yeah. for a movie that's 30 years old, it's beautiful. and I, it's, It still holds up. I, it really does. I mean, I think it looks better than some of the animation nowadays. Yeah. Probably because, well, you said it's claymation, right? So was this the type of sort of stop animation claymation where they have to, you know, every millisecond they have to do like a different motion? 
Yep. But you, but you know that it's, it's it's a physical thing that they were they were moving. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like all the all the figures are made out of clay. You know, just Jack's head. There's about two hundred heads with all different facial expressions. Take the picture, swap up the head. Okay, that's the next frame. Swap it back in. And go back and forth, back and forth, back and, and forth. And that's why this movie is probably it's only like seventy something minutes. It's not a long movie, but you realize like how long it takes to do all oh, that right. stuff. You ever watch right. Parks and Rec, right? Uh, random episodes. Do you ever see the one where the guy gets he quits his job so he's working from home so he makes his own stop animation short film? That's the whole thing. <laughs> the best I mean, the, no, that is the reality. The amount of work yeah. that has to go in because it's oh, not yeah. just one character; it's like everything going around, going on around them that you have to. Yeah, exactly. For. It's it's insane. Halloween oh, yeah. Town. That was a cool design. They had all the little pump. I mean, this movie. This movie's not directed by Tim Burton, which is interesting, but it is a Tim Burton film. He produced mm. it. He also obviously came up with like the original story. This was based on like a poem I, I was reading. It was like a poem and his sketches. Yeah, okay. Like they based the like, storyboards on his sketches too. Yeah. But obviously, like Tim Burton's signature is all over this movie. Just a little oh, yeah. snake that you see in like Beetlejuice, like that's oh, like yeah. in yeah. there. And just like yeah. the even just like the little like instead of just having like flat looking you know background like when jack walks up the hill it's got the little point with the little circle and just like yep. you know details like that like that's a tim burton signature look right there for sure the this the spiral the spikiness everywhere you can definitely tell it's burtonized and the guy that directed this movie did Coraline. Ah, all those stop motion <clears throat> then i just thought it was interesting because everybody you know when you think of a movie like if it's like a Spielberg directed movie, you call that a Spielberg movie. But for this, you call it a Tim Burton movie, but he didn't direct it. So I just find that interesting. Well, that, that's the way he does, though. Like there are still several films of his that is just a Tim Burton film, but not directed by him. But it's just his. It's almost like he almost has his own copywritten style. That just yeah, it's his. It's like you can't you can't reproduce you can't that. it for anything else. No, that's that's Tim Burton. So good, good, good for you, Tim. I'm glad to see you're uh, doing well. Another thing I wanted to talk about was the uh, he really has an obsession with Frankenstein uh, because another animated movie that came out around Coraline was Frankenweenie, which is based on a oh. short film that Tim Burton did. Yeah, this movie has a whole. I think. I can't remember the character's name. It was like Franken uh, Finkelstein. It was Doctor Finkelstein. Yeah, Doctor Finkelstein. So, yeah. And I guess Sally was his creation. That was the whole yep. idea. Uh, yeah. That was but, and then he had movie. Igor. Igor was there. So there's a whole yeah. Frankenstein thing going on, and I think that's interesting because Tim Burton must really love Frankenstein because yeah, Frankenweenie. You know, he has that. I remember, I remember seeing the the live action short of Frank and Weenie, but I never saw the animation one. Uh, okay, it came out at the same time we were in Full Sail. I remember. Yeah, yeah, I remember. So. You know, yeah. one of his favorite shorts that I've always loved, Vincent. Oh yeah, Vincent Price, right? 
Yeah, oh, yeah, the little boy who thinks he's Vincent Price. And... I think that's the name of the character in Frankenweenie, too. I could be mistaken. I want to say his Vincent? name. I think so. I'm going to double check. It might be because um, in the short Vincent, he has a dog and he experiments on him. Yeah, Victor Frankenstein was the name of the main character in uh, Frankenweenie, the 2012 film. There you go. There you go. But all all his shorts, and funny enough, the on the VHS of the Nightmare for Christmas, they showed right before the movie starts. It's one of uh, Tim Burton's shorts, and it's Vincent. Remember when VHS used to do that back in the day? I remember what was it? I forgot what movie. It was like Little Giants, and there was like a a Roger Rabbit short film that would play before the movie. I miss those actually. You saw the show, the movies that made us? Yes. One of the episodes was Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, okay. See, I didn't watch that one, but I've seen the others. Well, that one explains a lot of the behind the scenes and like the props and everything. Like the props of the hill. Mm -hmm. There there was three different ones. Two of them were just the black one with a spiral. One that's like, that goes open when he starts walking down on it. On the other oh, side, and then, okay. and then the third one was the snow one. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. And a lot of those like set pieces got destroyed or they went missing. Oh. But one one guy in the art department, he made sure to grab the snow one and he took it home. And you can still you can still see the the footprints. Where Jack oh is yeah, up. that was good little detail right. I liked in the movie. You see his little footprints when Sally comes up to talk. Uh -huh. so. uh, that that was cool. pretty cool that they did all those little details. That's a good show, by the way, for people that don't know what the hell we're talking about. Oh, yeah. The movies that made us. It's on Netflix. Check it out because it's got yeah. a lot of classic. Ep I was just thinking about that show the other day because I kind of wanted to rewatch like the home. They did a Home Alone one. Oh, yeah, they did they Die did. Hard. So it's a great show. I wish they would do more episodes of it because it's it's a it's a great backstory of like a classic movie, but they also it's it's funny as well. Like they make it kind of funny. It's entertaining. So I'll have to check out the Nightmare Before Christmas one because I didn't watch that one, but there's they, uh, they some other good ones. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. The movies that made us Netflix. Okay, cool. That'll give me a reason to boot up the old Netflix because it's been a minute since I've watched anything on there. Why do you think this movie is? Did this was this movie a success when it came out, or is this a cult movie? Did this become popular, like from watching it on TV, VHS? Like, what what do you think? Because again, I did not grow up watching this movie. This is newer to me. So, what what? Is, tell me about what you think. For me, it was just a, a very classic movie to always watch because it's it's still made for kids. It's not just catered to like goth adult or anything like that <laughs> oh my goodness what? i it's just funny you say that because i feel like the people that i meet that love this movie are adults and, and not necessarily children and it makes sense because they would have been children in the 90s when this movie was out it depends because like i've seen people who who love tim burton and they kind of look like him you know, all the long black hair. I'm just a kid and life is a nightmare.
just I just love the aesthetic of the darkness of, the, of those films. It's I think it's, it goes across a very wide audience, including you. Are you in a uh, are you an emo Nightmare Before Christmas uh, punk? No. I saw your no. fingers look like he had some like. Uh... Uh, Rosie wanted to paint. There you go. So I painted hers. She painted mine. Beautiful. You look very pretty, Chris. Oh. All the boys will be jealous. <laughs> yeah, she she wanted to do that. It's more like Easter, so the Easter door. Ah, uh, okay. I thought it was gonna be black, like your, like your, like my soul, like my. This is this is my life. It's black, like my 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 thoughts and my feelings. You said mm. you didn't grow up with it, but like now, do you like appreciate it more of just watching it again? And again or no it's not my go it's not it's not one of my go-to movies for the holidays i'll say that but i definitely appreciate i mean again i don't know if i consider this a halloween movie or a christmas movie but i could definitely appreciate it as like a disney classic from the 90s um yeah i just don't feel like movies like this would get made nowadays not really yeah like your favorite Tim Burton is still always going to be Ed Wood, right? I love Ed Wood. Oh, <laughs> that came out a year later after this. Please, if you've not seen Ed Wood, oh, that's I a saw great. it with you. No, I, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the audience. Oh. In if you've not seen the movie Ed Wood, it's 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 great. Johnny Depp, black and white. It's beautiful. I love Ed Wood. I mean, Tim Burton just alone just has that that era, that late '80s, early '90s. He was just. It went from Beetlejuice to Batman to Edward Scissorhands. Then he was doing Batman Returns, Nightmare Before Christmas, Ed Wood, Mars Attacks, and then it kind of went downhill from. But yeah, that was still that got was some good movie. ones in there. Hey, yeah, I like Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd's probably his last great movie, honestly. After Sweeney Todd, his movies weren't great. I, Alice in Wonderland was kind of fun. I did like Alice in Wonderland. It was fun. Like it's, it's silly. Uh, he I did that in Dark, Sh- Dark Shadows with Johnny Depp, but didn't really hit. That one was bad. I don't know. Now he's doing like TV. He's doing the Wednesday show. Uh, that was pretty good, though. Wednesday yeah. is actually pretty damn good. I didn't watch it because it's a TV show, so I don't I don't give two shits about TV. Uh, uh, he did Dumbo, which didn't really land well. Uh, the I movie Big Eyes, that, that was okay. Big Eyes was an all right movie. That was interesting. That's more of like a biopic kind of movie, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. He didn't really have a ton of great movies post uh, Sweeney Todd was probably his last great movie. Mm-hmm. I would, I would say, but uh, oh, and then he's got Beetlejuice two coming up this year, and it'll be or next year that'll be interesting. So, I'm excited for that one. Actually, you ever see Big Fish? Oh yeah, that's that's that might actually next to Ed Wood, Big Fish might be my favorite Tim Burton movie. That's a good movie. See, I I love Batman '89, and I love Edward Scissorhands. Those are the classics, though. Those are the, I mean, those are the like I said, late '80s, early '90s. That was, I think, yeah. his. That he was at the top. So, anyways. Let's wrap this up because this 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 show is going longer than the the movie Nightmare Before Christmas ended up being. So, uh, yeah, a Nightmare Before Christmas. I mean, what else is there to say? 
you know it is a it is a institutional uh holiday film whether it's halloween or christmas or thanksgiving or, or easter Christ. or fourth of july watch it whenever uh yeah. this movie will continue to become this movie will continue to stay as a uh what do they call it like a zeitgeist reference kind of movie there's always going to be references yeah. and people with the tattoos and and all that stuff so mm -hmm. uh i mean it's it, it is the holiday season if you want to check it out it's christmas time yeah go for it's, it it's, it's it's tim burton tim burton at his finest that's all i got to say about yeah. that that's all i'll say about that well said yeah. it, it it's you gotta watch it it's you just gotta it's well you don't big. gotta because you don't have to do anything we say but if you want to you can we recommend we recommend that that, that sounds good staff picks recommends a nightmare before christmas <laughs> we'll put it up on the little vhs shelf this will be chris's section chris recommends a nightmare before christmas but that's all we got to say about that so uh if you want to subscribe to the channel please do so we're desperate over here chris uh, chris needs it so but uh yeah i want to thank everybody for watching and or listening cup print moving on this is Halloween. This is Halloween. Da -da 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 -da. Everybody make a scene. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Pumpkins scream in the middle of night. This is Halloween. Everybody make a scene. Trick.